looking at uh, our coverage, we are covering some countries uh, from Eastern Africa as well as Southern Africa. And the data show that the stunting rate, uh, according to the data uh, we are having from the 2020 Global Nutrition Report, the stunting prevalence is higher in the Eastern Africa, where the the data show that it's at 32.6%, while in the Southern Africa is at 23.6%. So you can see that we are still having high prevalence of stunting amongst our member states and this is an average rate so you can see that other countries within the sub-region are at higher rate and it's a huge progress i should say so because as compared to the past five years some countries had up to 50 percent prevalence of stunting but with this progress we are still having a big number of children under five children who are stunted so it's still a problem we are not yet there we really need to pull up our socks to make sure that we involve all the key stakeholders in the region and in the continent to address the issue of stunting. Apart from the stunting problem that you have pointed out, what would you say have been the teething problems in the early childhood development? In the area of early childhood development, I should say that uh, it has uh, been addressed, but uh, not in holistic manner. The aspect of early childhood development, as you can see it from the year 2018, it, UNICEF, WHO and the other key stakeholders uh, launched the, the nurturing care framework, which entail all the key interventions which need to be addressed to ensure that uh, our young children are well nurtured. So among the, the key issues, health and nutrition is one of the, the key area, but also the issues of security and protection, the issue of responsive uh, care caregiving and, and so, so on and so forth. So you can see that all these needs are more than health sector to be well addressed or uh, well articulated. And we've been working in silos. And nutrition uh, and health stakeholders, we saw that, okay, it's high time that we need to push the nutrition agenda. But the all key aspects which are covered in the, the global nurturing care framework are important to make sure that our young children are well nurtured. It's not about nutrition, but if the issues of uh, responsive caregiving are not well addressed, it means that this child will fail to grow and reach the developmental potential. So given that uh, the issue of uh, early childhood development, as well as the, the specifically on nurturing care, require the multi-sectoral collaboration, we met here to see how can we build on the lesson which we have uh, learned so far in integrating nutrition across sectors or working with the, the multiple sectors who have a stake on nutrition matters building on the key lessons on how it, how well it has worked and uh, moving forward to see how can we nurturing care the early child development as well as nutrition to make sure that our children are well nourished and they grow and groom as per the required standards. The issue of uh, scarcity of food, that means you're talking about mm-hmm. food security and uh, the mm-hmm. deficit that is there what would be your concern about the availability of the food or the nutrition 
of that particular food? There is an, a challenge or in terms of uh, availability. We are not yet there to say that we produce enough nutritious food because, okay, the aspect of saying that we are food secure, it means that the food needs to be safe and nutritious. It's not food for, for filling the stomach. So we are not yet there saying that every family uh, in the continent is, is food secure, considering the two aspects, safety and nutritious food. So we are pushing the agenda of working with the agricultural sector to increase the production of nutritious food and improve on the food safety aspect, make sure that our family are getting what is uh, needed. And we address the, the, we bridge the gap of uh, food insecurity in our community. Because at the end of the day, it, uh, it directly affects our nutrition status. And uh, it's quite interesting that some parts, you can see that the food habits we are having, I think that having a lot of staple foods in the family, for instance, uh, in some parts of the region, you can see that they, once they have a lot of maize or a lot of rice, they think that they are food secure. But the variety and diversification is a gap which we need to address for us to meet the nutrition needs of all age groups, from children, uh, adolescent nutrition, as well as the adults and elders. Now, we talked about the availability and uh, the suitability of that particular food. Um, but now, take us into your confidence that looking ahead, we've seen that uh, there's a lot of uh, foods that have been forgotten. What is your role uh, in uh, trying to get the forgotten foods back into society so that at least the nutrition that we're talking about can be, you know, compensated? We have a role to play uh, as experts eh? uh, in the region to advocate for um, increased investment in research and development when it comes to the indigenous and the traditional local food which we used to eat in those uh, old good days which are disappearing now because of the change in food environment. As you can see now, the coming generation, the current and our children and the, their children might be at risk of not knowing the traditional uh, varieties if we don't do our work to uh, improve the production and uh, scale up the implementation of programs which support the increase of availability.